Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At LifeX LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. Baby, baby. Hey, what's going on, LA Hackers? Welcome to episode number 40 of the Life Hacks LA podcast. I'm your host, Stefan, and today we'll be doing another interview. You know, I get lots of questions from people who don't live in LA yet, but plan on moving here really soon. And no matter how many times you've visited Los Angeles as a tourist, moving and living here are two completely different things. So I've always wanted to do an episode on someone's first six to 12 months after moving to Los Angeles. And today's guest is Anthony, and he goes by Captain Yes Online. He moved here from Miami just six months ago, and I knew he would be the perfect person to do this interview with because I've been following him online for a while, and he's just so enthusiastic about being here in L.A. Sometimes I'll post something on our Instagram as a suggestion for, for something to do in Los Angeles, and you know that same day, he'll be at that location exploring it, taking it all in, and he'll tag us and let us know that that he went there. So I love that enthusiasm of someone new to to our city, still fired up to go out there and explore all it has to offer. So in this interview, we talk about Anthony's first six months in Los Angeles, what he has found surprising about the city and not so surprising, and also some of his suggestions about the coolest things to do that he's found so far. And as always, you want to stay tuned for after our interview, where I'll drop my own very special Uh, LA hack about your first six months living here in Los Angeles. All right, guys, enjoy this interview with Anthony, aka Captain Yes, and I'll talk to you on the other side. Hey, what's going on, LA hackers? Welcome to another episode of Life Hacks LA podcast. And today our guest is Anthony, who just moved here from Miami. How are you doing today, Anthony? I'm doing great, man. Living in this uh, city of angels here, everything's uh, the weather's beautiful, and I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. All right, cool, man. It's really great. It's really good to have you on. We were just talking about how um, I was telling you that I wanted to do an episode about someone who just moved to Los Angeles because I remember when I just first moved to LA and there's so many unexpected things. So I'm really excited to jump in this episode with you. Um, but before we do that, can you just tell us a little bit about your background? Where did you move from and what part of Los Angeles do you live in now? Yeah, sure. Um, so I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, my parents transplanted the uh, me and my brother and two sisters to Miami when I was really young, um, way back um, for uh, 1974. So I grew up in Miami um, and always have been uh, around the beach and everything. Um, and, um, you know, did the growing up in Miami and then went to college and got married uh, shortly after there and raised two kids um, up in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Um, got divorced about 10 years ago and, you know, stayed with my kids until they finished high school. And, and, um, three years ago, uh, after getting out of a relationship and my kids were both older and in college, um, I decided to move back to Miami. So I spent the past three years from 2016 to 2019 kind of reliving my college years in Miami. Miami's a crazy city, but, um, and, uh, I've always wanted to, uh, live in California. And I was kind of going back and forth over the past some odd years about, you know, just dreaming about it and thinking about it. I knew I was going to do it. I just didn't know when or 
when the opportunity would present itself. And I didn't know if it was going to be Northern California or Southern California. And um, I came to LA in 2016 um, for a getaway before I started a new job in Miami. And I spent time uh, in Malibu. Um, and I was the first time I really got to be in LA uh, in Southern Cal for just not a business trip for just kind of hanging out. And my trip ended up going from four days to a week and a half. And I really got to explore the area. And I just had this moment where I was on the beach in Santa Monica and I watched the sunset over that peninsula in Malibu and the colors change and, you know, the oranges and everything. And I I told myself I was going to live here in Southern California. This is where I wanted to be. Um, uh, And, Opportunities came about, oh, I'd say about eight months to a year ago. I started talking to some people about moving out here um, and uh, originally wanted to be in Santa Monica. And I had everything lined up and things kind of fell apart with um, uh, an agreement I had with somebody on an apartment in in Santa Monica and I was all set. I already had my plane ticket and everything. I was moving here. I had a few job opportunities. I hadn't accepted one yet. Um, and a buddy of mine had a house in Highland Park. And he said, dude, I got, you know, I got room. Um, and you're welcome to, you know, to stay there. And so I ended up in Highland Park and actually turned out to be a blessing in disguise um, because of the location of Highland Park in relation to the rest of Southern California, specifically close to, you know, downtown and, you know, you're still, you know, it could be at the beach, I could be in Hollywood, uh, Pasadena, et cetera. And it's really given me, I think, a broader uh, awareness and understanding of the city, because I think if you move here and you end up at the beach in a pocket like, you know, Redondo, or if you're in Manhattan or Venice or Santa Monica, you tend to nest where you stay. And really when you're out at, at the coast, a lot of people that I've talked to don't really, you know, venture out. They just don't yeah. get in their car and go to downtown. So um, I, like I'm in Highland Park. In Santa people who live in Santa Monica tend to stay in Santa Monica. Yeah, exactly. And people in Venice tend to stay in Venice. They might go down to, you know, Manhattan for the day, or they might go up to Santa Monica for the night for dinner, or might be to Malibu for the day. But um, again, just I, I fell into this Highland Park area. And I was like, at first I was like, you know, upset. And I just started to kind of venture out and I'm not somebody who sits inside and uh, I got to know Highland Park really well. And it's just such a great little up and coming area of LA. Um, it's both family oriented and it's also very hip and cool between Figueroa and York street. And, um, you know, I just started finding all this street food, which I love and all these great boutiques and art artists and things. And so um yeah, so I'm in Highland Park, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to stay here. Um, but for right now, it's uh, it's been uh, fantastic being here. So. Yeah, yeah, you moved out at a good time. Highland Park has come up in the last, uh, I'd say, five to ten years. But uh, man, so much to unpack there. I got so many questions just based on what you said. Yeah, sure. But uh, but, but let's let's go back to Miami. So most yeah. of the people I talk to who moved to Los Angeles, like me moved from somewhere cold and so it's obvious why you came to SoCal right but what is it I mean why LA like uh, so you you already had the beach you already had the nice weather yeah. well what, what captured you about Los Angeles 
I mean, mainly uh, in a nutshell, it's it's just the diversity of topography, the diversity of foliage, the, and the mountains, really. Um, that's what is the most captivating and most special thing to me. When I'm, when I'm up hiking, whether it's in Topanga or even in Runyon Canyon, which you're just, you know, you're right in Hollywood. When you're up and, 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 you know, I don't know if a lot of people that live here a long time appreciate it, but you just don't have that on the East Coast. You don't have that in Miami. Miami is a great city. And I'm not one of those people that like goes, you know, I'm so sick of Miami and it's, you know, I'm moving because it sucks. And I, I don't like people who, you know, it, you know, when it's time to move on, you know, it, you don't have to bash a city. Miami is a fantastic city. It has a lot to offer people. It's fun. It's the sexiest city in America by far. There's nothing like Miami. It's, you know, the joke is I don't live in Florida. I live in Miami, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, the warm, weather, the, the, the warm weather there is a little different than it is here. When I first moved here and I got here in September and, you know, people were like, oh, my God, it's 80 degrees. And I'm like, dude, there's no humidity here. I mean, you go to Miami yeah. and you're soaking through your clothes. So, But, but the, you know, the bad part of that, though, is you can't really get in the water as much as you can in Florida. And, and so that's the thing with me is even growing up and being uh, always at the beach and raising my kids up in northeast Florida and Jacksonville Beach in that area – I've never been a go in the water beach guy. I like to like in Miami, really a lot of people go to the beach and it's different in Miami. You have all the hotels and you have the service on the beach and the lounge chairs. And it's about, you know, rosé all day. And, and it's not really about going out and being active like it is here in Miami. It's about there, it, there's, you know, it's a, it's a destination. It's a little fantasy town and it's party, party, party. It's a 24 seven, you know, city. You can go out, you know, any time of the day and, and at night you stay up late, but it just, you know, it's just a different beach feeling. And I've never cared about going into water. So here is like perfect for me. If somebody asked me, you know, you could live in the beach or the mountains, I would say I would pick the mountains, you know, seven days a week and twice on Sunday. But, but yeah. having these, so, having these mountains here and this coast is just to me visceral. It's just, hit something in my core and my soul that, that Miami and the East coast has never given me. And I think that might have something to do with the fact that I'm from upstate New York originally and in the foothills of the, of the Adirondacks and, and the Catskills and stuff like that in that area. And I think it's just, it's something that hits me in my soul when I'm up in the mountains here and having both together and being able to lay at the beach and have that view that you have here in, in Southern Cal is just spectacular. Yeah, I'm more of a go to the beach for the view type guy too. But I want yeah. to tell a quick story about about you because we've never met before. But yeah, um, I, I'm glad you brought up the mountains and hiking and all that stuff because that that's what I really love too. And the way we came across each other is about a week ago. I posted about this place in San Pedro, which many people don't go to unless you're in San Pedro because it's so far. But it's spectacular views. And I had posted on Instagram. You know, this is one of my secret spots you should go about two hours later, two or three hours later. And that's even more impressive because now that you tell me that you're from Highland Park, that's even more impressive. Um, you were posting from the same place and you were there, but it was your reaction. It was like, oh, my God, this is so beautiful. Yeah. And that's exactly how I felt when I first moved to L.A. and I saw all these places because I had been many times before, but I, it just didn't register all the hiking and beautiful mountain views that you get. Yeah. San Pedro was amazing, and I think, you know, here in, in L.A., and if you go Santa Monica, Malibu, Venice, Venice doesn't have any any elevation. Um, Santa Monica, you're a little ways up, but 
Malibu, you can go hiking and go up in the mountains and look at the coast, but you don't have that cliff effect that San Pedro has. And that's what caught me about your video was when you posted that shot and how far down it was, I was like, okay, that's my day tomorrow. I'm going to go spend, I'm just going to go out there. I don't know anything about San Pedro and I'm just going to go to this spot with this guy. I'm going to find this trail and I want to be at that spot on that cliff. And that was um, that stretch of beach so far in Southern Cal is the most breathtaking that I've seen since here. It reminds oh. me a lot as you go north um, up in, you know, Big Sur, that cliff type effect that you really have where the beach is right there. So it yeah. was awesome. And I'm so glad. That's why I follow a lot of accounts that I do here in L.A. because, I mean, I'll, I'll see a, somebody post something about a restaurant or a food or a street vendor. And I'm like, OK, that's where I'm eating tomorrow. I'm going to go check this out. And, um, you know, being single and flexible, and I just, you know, it's great to find those finds and, and you're your hub, you know, your page really um, kind of gives those things, which I love. Yeah, and that's the reason why I wanted to have you on specifically, because like I was telling you, I wanted to have uh, an episode about just moving to L.A., your first six months in L.A., your first year in L.A., but right. not with someone who just sits in the house all day, <laughs> you know, with someone who goes right. out there, right. is excited to be here, is excited to explore, because that's the fact, that's the best thing about Los Angeles is you're just hitting the tip of the iceberg. So you were in San Pedro, but if you keep going up to Palos Verdes, they're even yeah. more spectacular views, like than, than yeah. you saw there. So, I, give, I mean, give me another six months, man. Give me the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you got a <laughs> you lot know, when to you cover. First, when you first, when you first get here, it's like I was on vacation. It's like, oh, wait a second, I live here now. I don't have to do this tomorrow. I can do it next week. And so you kind of downshift and you go, okay, I have all the time in the world, but it's like every weekend there's something new you can go do and see. Right? Yeah, well, that's the origin of this this account because I moved here ten years ago, and when we first moved here. My wife and I went out every single weekend. We did something new. And, okay, we're talking about Los Angeles, but you've got yeah. all the surrounding cities. But then you, you said you love the mountains. You've got Big yeah. Bear. You've got yeah. <laughs> all these other places that go. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I could get you all on all day, but let me get to my next question. So sure. um, I, I wanted to do a more of a little practical question. So, like I said, I moved here. I had a lot of fear about moving to Los Angeles. Um, it took me a while to actually – get up the guts to do it. People ask me every day about moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you like a practical question because you've only been here six months. Um, how difficult was it? And what were some of the steps you took? I know you said you mentioned that you had already known someone here, but yeah, I mean, did you drive? Did you fly? Um, so did you have a so, job lined up? Yeah, I had a few job offers lined up in the cannabis space. Um, mm-hmm. I've been in healthcare. In the right uh, yeah, I've been in healthcare for um, since 2000, really well, veterinary medicine and then um, human healthcare, uh, business development um, with big hospitals for like eight years, nine years. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I had some opportunities here. I hadn't decided on where, but I was able to, um, fortunately, I have uh, college friends here that, that have moved, that have been here for many years. Um, and I have uh, one really close friend, like a brother to me who grew up here. Um, so he knows a lot of spots and has shown me, you know, places that a lot of people don't even know about. Um, but uh, when I decided to move here, um, I also made a decision to sell my car and leave it in Miami and move here and go six months without a vehicle and just do the mass transit and get around with Uber. And that has been also a really great experience on a lot of different 
Hold on, sorry to, inter- yeah. sorry to interrupt you, but you no. just blew my mind there. Did you go from Highland Park to San Pedro on a bus? I, I took the train to Long Beach. From I get on the gold line here in Highland Park, and the yeah. train goes, you just take the train all the way down to San Pedro. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, to Long Beach. And then Long Beach, I just Ubered over to the park. So, oh, wow. That's yeah, 20 minutes. Pretty, pretty simple. Actually, if you really want to, um, uh, actually, I, I Ubered back to Long Beach to get back on the train. I took the shuttle. They have a, sh- a bus. Um, it took me right over to uh, – there's a Starbucks right in San Pedro, and that's right down the street from where the White, White Point Beach is. Um, so, yeah, I, I spent – I literally left my house around – 10 45 11 in the morning and i got home at 11 at night i was gone for 12 hours for the day wow and i We're had just dinner a car centric car centric culture here it's, it's yeah that it, someone it, would it, take mass transit from highland park to San well you know this is you know supposedly you know la is very you know forward as far as you know all the social consciousness stuff and i just thought not having a car um also not paying for insurance and you know driving out here and, and etc so um, it, it really, um, you know, it, it also opened my eyes to some other things here that, I, that maybe we can talk about in, in another time. But um, as far as, you know, just seeing what I've seen by driving, riding the train and, and the transit system and, and et cetera that I've been exposed to, I think, is something that has hit me pretty hard. But, but um, so, yeah, I had a job job lined up and I had a place to stay that was all good. So it was relatively easy for me. And I am very um, flexible um, when it comes to moving. I, I literally um, got rid of all my possessions and, and I, I have like two suitcases of clothes and, you know, I just came out here. A lot of it, I mean, it wasn't, I don't want to make it sound like it was, it was that set up. I mean, a lot of it was on uh, a wing and a prayer and like just kind of a whims like this is, it was now or never the timing was right. Um, and I just said, this is when I'm supposed to go. Um, my kids are older. Um, they're, they're self-sufficient. They're on their own. I have no responsibility to anybody else in my life right now. Um, and it's, it's not easy to do what I do. I don't want people to think that it's that easy to just pick up and, and go. I mean, a lot of people, you know, it, it have problems when they move to a new city with just adjusting and feeling like they don't have, you know, a family here and everything. I'm just a very social person and I'm fortunate to have a lot of friends and, and connections here through my, through my years and knowing people. And, and, you know, I'm a bit older than probably maybe even a lot of people that listen to your, to your podcast. Um, you know, I'm going to be 54 on the 17th of March, St. Patrick's day. So, um, but I just, you know, I live young. And, and so, um, you know, it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, I could have been, eh, I'm not going to go, but it was just like, okay, all right, Anthony, if you're, if you're going to do it, this is all, you know, this is the time and, and everything kind of fell into place and it's been great. Yeah. This is the right city to be into if you want to live young, because, um, you know, people are health conscious here. And uh, also totally. people, yeah. And people want to have a good time, whether they're in fifties, sixties or seventies, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen other cities where people just basically stay in the house once they get over the age of 35. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Miami is a tough city to be as well because Miami is so, you know, party centric. It's, it's so it's about going out and events and nightclubs and stuff. And that's really what Miami is about. And, and so it's a different, and Miami's a lot smaller than LA. So, I mean, LA is massive when you talk about yeah. the surrounding cities like Pasadena and Glendale and Santa Monica and Venice and all over the place. So Hollywood, West Hollywood. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you about that. So you had mentioned that you've been to Los Angeles a few times before. Were mm-hmm. there any? Because people have so many uh, misconceptions about LA, and even I did before <laughs> I moved here. And and again, you made a great point about how it's so much diversity because where you live, Highland Park, is completely different than other parts yeah. of LA, like Santa Monica. So yeah. was there any? huge misconception you can point out that you had I, I think you just kind of touched on it I mean the misconception is I mean people in Miami people don't live here or haven't lived here um you know it's it's Hollywood right that's LA LA is Hollywood nobody nobody that doesn't that 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 hasn't lived here for a period of time or really explored LA under you know can understand how massive this this area is. And so I think for a lot of people, LA is Hollywood, right? They come here, they go to Hollywood, they go to the walk, you know, the walk of fame and they, they see the, you know, the Chinese theater and they, they do all that. And then that's the kind of, to me, it it has been like that, you know, growing up until I spent that 10 days here three years ago and you really got to know Santa Monica and Venice and et cetera. So I think the biggest misconception is LA is Hollywood. You know, and it's all about that Hollywood, you know, going out and that kind of scene where it's all, you know, Hollywood chic and dinners and stuff. And I really don't think people understand the the the, the depth of, of things that you can do here, the diversity of things to do. And also when you're just driving around this area, when you come out, when you, if you're driving out to Pasadena, you come into Pasadena, I'm like, what city? What Did I just come into a whole new city like country like what is the the, the trees and everything are different yeah. you know, you know the I, architecture I, yeah the architecture is all different and you go to west hollywood and that's a whole crazy scene and and yeah, yeah man it, it's it's definitely got it's you know i mean holly weird is a definite <laughs> you know moniker that that is there but i think that's the biggest thing is just how diverse and not only how diverse it is, I don't think people understand how easily accessible every different pocket is to get to. I mean, I can be anywhere in, in under an hour. I mean, north, south, east, or west. I mean, if, even like you said, if, uh, I was I was actually thinking about going skiing this weekend at Bear Mountain, and, and it's like a two-hour drive, right? I can go in the morning, yeah. go ski all day, and I can be home for dinner if I really wanted to. Yeah. So definitely. that's, to me, the biggest misconception about it is is just the lack of understanding of how diverse it is i mean it's just crazy it's just crazy and every i go out a lot and every time i go somewhere now i'm just going like wow like just when i went to san pedro it was just like this is like a little sleepy beach town and you got the port and it's right near long beach and 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 this coast is amazing and so it's just another like moment where you go holy cow i have you know there's so much to see so that would be it for me yeah yeah long beach is a whole other thing but um you talked you talked about the diversity of things to do. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about you know Los Angeles has so many famous things like the Hollywood Sign, Santa sure. Monica Pier, Griffith Observatory. I've noticed yeah. you've gone to a ton of spots in the first six months you've been here. Yeah. Out of those famous landmarks, um, what are the ones you've liked the most that have kind of lived up to the hype? Yeah, I mean the two that really hit home are the Getty Museum which is just phenomenal. It, I mean, I just couldn't recommend it, you know, and it's, you know, it's free. And also the Griffith you pointed on is just, I could go to the Griffith, um, <laughs> just going into Los Feliz, you know, that whole, uh, talk about another area that you walk in, you go into, and it's like, that's a, like a little fairy tale, little town. It's like, 
you know, just that little area and the, the bus ride, you get off the, the metro and you get on, it's a 50 cent ride up to the Griffith on the, on the shuttle and it takes you right up there. You don't have to park. Um, and it passes the hot, the, and it passes, uh, not the Hollywood Bowl, what's the other one? The, um, it passes, uh, the other theater that's the Greek outdoor, theater. But the Greek, it passes the Greek and you go up there and man, if you go up there at, like before sunset, holy cow and watch the sun and then the lights come on in the city. It's just like, and that's just, you know, a half a day, really. That's like, you could be up there for a few hours and see that happen transpire. So those yeah. two places were, are really amazing. And then, you know, just the, uh, obviously Hollywood is, is a great experience for anybody coming here. It's just a, it's a, probably one of the best people watching places <laughs> or it reminds me of Lincoln road in Miami. It's just the, you know, between the, the street entertainers and just the people, you know, walking around and then, you know, just the weird things that you see on Hollywood Boulevard, Hollywood and, and, and Highland is just a, a great spot to just hang out and just watch people. Yeah, those are all three really good choices of uh, yeah. famous places that live up to the hype. But yeah. I wanted to go in the other direction. So what about places that you had no idea about before you moved here? You went and experienced it and were really blown away by them. Oh, man. Um, you know, having uh, one of my best friends uh, grow up here, I've, I've been fortunate to to uh, uh, been given a, a kind of like his – he's like my – my LA shaman. I mean, he like takes me <laughs> on these hikes in Topanga and, you know, he knows the little places to go that are off the, the, the main hiking trail that, you know, he took me in one day um, and we're in this ravine um, surrounded. Uh, it was like ravine, these rocks that came down with this Creek running down it. And then he walked me down through and he's, he just had me keep on coming. And then next thing I know, we're like, there's like this little bubble of, of, trees that protect this area with this big rock and i just went you know we went and meditated in there um and then one of my favorite places topanga is definitely special i mean it's just a special special place to hike because of the how you're secluded from the ocean even though there's little pockets of view of the ocean you're you're kind of in the mountains and you're like wow over that ridge line is the pacific ocean in malibu and it's like crazy and i think it's one of the most wonderful one of my favorite hikes and places to be in all of southern cal right now it's the panga canyon and there's so many different areas that you can hit a trail and stuff but the one that really is uh pretty special that i mean you've said it i mean i i have people who have been here for 10 years plus and they go what where'd you go i don't i've never heard of that place is right. the um, okay. mount washington mount washington Mount Washington Self-Realization Fellowship, which is okay. um, close to where I am in Highland Park on the top of Mount Washington. And it is, you know, from like 1925, uh, you know, this yoga master, people come there, it's a fellowship and study there. And it is, um, I have one photo, I have a couple of posts on my Instagram about this place and it, I can walk there in like 25 minutes from where I'm at. But it's you, it's a great place to go and meditate. It's a it's a it's a it's these grounds that are all it's like being in a Japanese garden. And so they have these little benches and you can pick your spot. If you just want to sit and be quiet for a while or you want to meditate. And they have this view of downtown through these trees. It's kind of like this. It's, it's framed in trees and, and there is sitting downtown L.A., but you're up on the top of Mount Washington and it's absolutely quiet and the wind's blowing through and it's like one of the most amazing places i think that so many people don't even know about in the city 
It's yeah. beautiful. So I highly recommend Mount Washington Self-Realization Fellowship. Just Google it, and it's usually open from like 9 to, to 4 or 5 in the grounds you can go, and it's just a peaceful, amazing spot to kind of just get your zen on. Yeah, that's a really good one, Anthony. I actually have heard of it, but I've never been to that one. <laughs> but, so you got me. You got me. I've heard of it, though. But yeah. have you been to the, the main one? That's kind of like the secondary branch. Have you been yeah, to the main the one? one? That, on okay. the beach? Yeah. Yeah, yeah near yeah. the beach? Uh, yeah, right, right uh, just north of Santa Monica, kind of, on your way to Malibu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I've been there. Too. Unbelievable. It's, yeah, it is unbelievable. It is. It really is beautiful. Both those places are fantastic. So I've been there. and um, you They're know, associated, and, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Yeah, I've read about the other one just because you know I research the shit, this stuff every day. But um, but but just the drive up to, to just the drive up there is is spectacular because if you come up, if you come from Highland Park, and you come up to the the uh, Mount Washington, the views are of the mountains that are uh, like. Uh, Bear Mountain and those out there. And then as you come over Mount Washington, if you come down the other side, your view is of Cyprus and the, the ridgeline that covers downtown and Dodger Stadium. And, uh, oh, another great place is uh, uh, the swing at uh, Elysian Park. That is a really yeah. cool spot, too. Elysian Park is a great park. It's a great uh, the secret swing. And there's so a great like, view of like downtown there? at sunset that, I mean, the whole city you can see from the spot with no no uh you know blocking at all just up there there's a there's a little spot that you can find when this when the sun's setting over downtown and it just stay there till nighttime falls and the whole city is just with downtown as a backdrop it's amazing man you've already gotten to some of the best spots in your first six <laughs> months man you're on fire okay uh, so that means you're you'll be well prepared for my next question which can be sure. kind of a kind of a tough question especially when you've only been here six months but yeah from what you've seen so far can you take us through your perfect day in Los Angeles from like waking up to going to bed? What, just describe what you would consider your perfect day. What would you do? Yeah, man. Uh, so my perfect day is getting up in the morning um, and uh, maybe just getting breakfast somewhere, uh, a nice breakfast spot, but really starting uh, doing a hike out in Topanga um, or in Malibu or even Los Leones, uh, uh and getting there around two o'clock in the afternoon and hiking in, until the sun has about 30 minutes uh, to 40 minutes to set and then leaving the hike and going down to like Malibu Topanga Beach and watching the sunset at the beach and then maybe going up to Nobu and Malibu and having dinner. That is like, I don't know how you beat that because, <laughs> uh, you know, just bring a little change of clothes you know the hiking is not like you're sweating to death in this you know there's no humidity so you know the hike in Topanga from 2 to 4 30 is just the air is perfect and the sun is already on its way down and it's not the heat of the day and then leave there and you drive down to the to the water and just stay down there and everybody's waiting for the sunset and your kids playing and you know people are photographing or even go to you know even any one of the beaches in Malibu, any one of them, uh, Matador, um, you know, Topanga, um, uh, Malibu Beach, uh, any one of them, and just stay there till the sun sets and then go have dinner up at Nobu in Malibu. And it's like, and then, you know, you're still, you know, that, that hour after the sun sets is still, to me, one of the most spectacular times. And people, a lot of times, 
they leave as soon as the sun goes down over the horizon. It's like, no, dude, the colors are going to get insane in the next 40 minutes. They're going to go yeah. from this bright color to these oranges and this blackish purple that is just so beautiful. And that's, that's really my, one of my perfect days. And really you can do that in a lot of places, hike and then sunset at the beach and then dinner somewhere, whether it's Santa Monica. Um, but it's, uh, I would say that is probably one of my favorite things to do. That sounds amazing. And if I could sum that up in one word, it would be views. Everything, <laughs> you, descri- everything you just described has a spectacular yeah. view. Yeah, but uh, but I, I, I'm glad you brought up Malibu because Malibu is you, you you mentioned earlier how you go to another area in Los Angeles you feel like in a different city. Whenever yeah. I go to Malibu, I feel like I'm on an exotic vacation. Yeah, even though we have yeah. beaches here in LA. Yeah, I go to Malibu and I'm like, this is crazy. I, mean, I, I feel like I've gotten a, I didn't I, get on a plane. So what am I doing here? I, you know? I, I honestly I honestly don't know why people go on vacation to beach resorts if they live here on the coast because. Uh, I mean, I was up in uh, Santa Barbara for the first time a week and a half ago with a friend, and I was like, the drive, the drive from, you know, from here to to there and back was just another like jog on the ground every turn, yeah. and you know, switchbacks and going up the coast, and then Santa Barbara itself, which is an 80 mile drive, an hour and a half, which was, and then stopping on the road for sunset there. Um, you know, at the Malibu Rock, I think it's called. But wow, yeah, it, it's all right here. And I, I could, I could take a picture and send it to somebody and go. You know, I'm in, I'm in the south of France, or I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Italy on the coast, and so you wouldn't know the difference. Um, and the same thing, you know, again, not to get out of LA, but I can be in San, in San Diego, in La Jolla Beach, and it's the same kind of like wowness. You know, it's just crazy yeah. how, yeah, definitely so Malibu is yeah. definitely special. Yeah, either way you go, like you go up the north coast uh, to the, or the central coast, and you see, um, you know, towards Santa Barbara, or you go south through Orange County and into San Diego, and yeah, just, yeah, I mean, you got Newport yeah. Beach, you got Laguna Beach, you got it's, it's just endless. Well, when I was at White Point the other day, um, I met this couple. Um, this is kind of a funny story. Uh, my phone died, and it was like right when sun was setting, I was like, yeah, I can't believe this, right? I can't believe this. <laughs> I met this couple and they had just driven up from San Diego for the day, San Pedro. And I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, do you mind if I use your phone to take a photo of this and you can send it to me? Because I had to have a picture of that sunset. So anyway. That's hilarious. Story. But um, yeah, so I mean, people come up from San Diego to, to there too. So yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, we just kind of swapped with each other. Like, well, one when we've been in LA for a while, we'll drive up south to San Diego and they'll, they'll drive to, they'll drive up here. But, um, okay, so let's get into, um, we're going to wrap this up soon, but I, I wanted to make yeah. sure I asked you this question because I, I think it's on a lot of people's mind. Like I said, I get a lot of people asking me about moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. You just moved here six months ago. It was a big move from the other side of the country. What would you say to people who are in your position that you were in six months ago that, uh, what, what should they know about Los Angeles before they move here? Um, you know, I, I think I have to go back to what we talked about is just the vastness of it, you know, the, the, um, the diversity of things to do and how big the city is and being prepared, at, you know, even I, you know, have been so pleasantly surprised about, again, how separate yet you're in the same area and you can be in a totally different place in 20 minutes. So I would say the thing to expect here, um, you know, is just, how big this when when people think of LA 
you know, it's not just Hollywood and downtown. I mean, it's, it's really when I, when, when I say I live in LA, I, I don't even like to use the word uh, that, that, that phrase LA, I just Southern Cal is really what LA is to me. Yeah. And that's what defines it to me is, you know, I was fortunate to go to the Rose Bowl parade in Pasadena and be hosted by people who have been living in Pasadena for 30 years. And it's like, you know, you got the all the mountains right as the backdrop to the parade, and it's like wow. And so it, it's just like every time I see something, like that, it's just the vastness and the how big this area is. It's just, and it's not really an easy city to get around. If you if you and I can understand people that move here and stay in their pocket because it, it can be daunting uh, how big it is here. And 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 it's unfortunate, but it's also fantastic that it's like that if you have the the knowledge and and people to kind of guide you to know that it's there, that you don't have to stay in West Hollywood if you live in West Hollywood. Um, and and so yeah, it's it's that. And also, you know, I would say obviously, you know, not to get on a whole different tangent is is you know the issues that the city has with what's going on with the homeless and stuff that that can be. I just like to be honest about that. It's, it can be very uh, overwhelming to people, I think, that haven't experienced something like that in their lives and where they're from in the city. I mean, even in Miami, we didn't have anything nearly what is going on in the city. So, you know, the, there's the good, bad, and the ugly. But I, I just say the massiveness of this of this area when you move here. So, Yeah, definitely. Well, homelessness is probably our biggest challenge here. Yeah. And I, I want to go back to what we were talking about, and that's, you know, you're talking about how vast it is, but that's it's also so diverse that your life mm-hmm. can be very different depending on where you live. So uh-huh. like, yep. I wouldn't get your heart – if you haven't moved here yet and you don't know much about it, I wouldn't get your heart too set on one area. Like you, yeah. you were talking about Santa Monica, which is what almost everyone says. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, either talk, they either talk about Mid-City or Santa Monica. That's where everybody moves because that's what I, they know. Yeah. I, I, but once you get here, it's very – you have to live somewhere. Like for me, I lived in a bunch of different places, but I found my home in the South Bay. Fits uh-huh. my personality perfect. Sure. And so, you know, you have to come out here and experience these different places to see what yeah. fits your personality best. Yeah. Uh, fortunately for me, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm a I'm a chameleon when it comes to um, you know being around different types of people. I can I can blend and I I get along with a lot of you know I can get along with anybody and I can adapt. But I can I, I would say, you know, uh, I could see it would be very difficult for, you know, a woman to do what what I, I'm not trying to be. You know, I'm just saying it can be intimidating to people who are not comfortable with different, you know, different types of 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 personalities. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, you should do your research and you should, you know, definitely you know, 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 like you said, know the area that you're in. I mean, Santa Monica is going to be very nice and, you know, it's got a, it's got a feel and Venice is way different than Santa Monica and it's just <laughs> a bike ride down and you can be going, yeah. holy cow, what am I doing in Venice? This is crazy. It's a crazy little city. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think that's uh, a big, a big deal for people moving here is to really understand you better you better do some research about where you're settling if you come here you know what is the area like and you know what is it known for and and everything um uh but uh it 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 you know ending up in highland park you know i mean i don't like to use stereotypes about this you know highland park's a little hipster area you know it's got great art and it's very creative and it's you know it's got all local stuff and restaurants and some of the best restaurants in, in la and 
Um, no one's going to so, challenge you on that stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least, I don't. I don't know anyone who would challenge you on that. Yeah. But hey, I couldn't have said it better myself, Anthony. Um, like I said, it was really great to have you on, just because I see your enthusiasm for Los Angeles. It reminds me of when I first moved here, and I think everyone should keep that enthusiasm because there's yeah. so much to do here, and you know you want to you want to keep doing it. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. It was a great conversation. I'll talk to great. You again. Hopefully we can meet. Yes, absolutely. Thank oh, you. Oh, Enjoy I forgot it. to mention, yeah. where can people, uh, where can people find you? And, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm public on Instagram is the best way to follow me. And, and, you know, uh, I'm very open about, you know, to get to know me as uh captain underscore. Yes. Captain. Yes. So captain under, yeah. Um, that's a whole nother story how I got that. But uh, this is for another podcast, but um, they're welcome to follow me there. I, I love photography. Um, it's one of my, one of my, uh, one of my hobbies. And um, I love capturing moments and, and things all over the city and, and everywhere I travel. So they can find me there. All right, cool. Thanks a lot, Anthony. All right. Take it easy. Right. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Yep. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed that episode where I interviewed Anthony, a.k.a. Captain underscore. Yes, it's a really cool interview for me because, like I said on the episode, I've been wanting to do an episode like this for quite some time, and that's what it's like to move to Los Angeles in your first six months to a year. And just speaking from personal experience, when I first moved to L.A., I had already been here a bunch of times, thought I knew the city well, but it was a whole different ball game when I was actually living here and working here and that's why I kind of just wanted to share someone's experience who's going through it right now and the reason why I reached out to Anthony is just because he's he's been here for a short time and he's just taking advantage of all Los Angeles has to offer so it was really cool to see his perspective as someone who's just moved here now for my special hack for the episode and this is for people who are who have just moved to Los Angeles or just about to move to Los Angeles is you don't want to commit yourself to one area when you first get here now you know you could sign like a one-year lease or whatever and what most people do is they'll go live in an area like Anthony talked about he he uh, was familiar with Santa Monica and he thought that's where he wanted to live I was the same way I was very I first moved to uh, mid Wilshire where near where the LACMA is I actually recommend that as a place to move to if you've never been to LA before never lived in LA before because it's central to everything but the hack is is that don't overcommit to one area because Los Angeles is so different depending on where you live and you're not gonna know I don't care how many times you visited here you are not gonna know what it's like unless you live here so once you live here then you'll kind of get a sense of what area fits you best I lived in mid-city and I lived in Burbank and so I got to see like the valley and and uh, Glendale and at Water Village and all that stuff. And then I eventually moved to the South Bay. And as much as I lived the, loved those other areas, South Bay was truly right for me. And that's not something I would have known if I would have just stayed and stuck with one area from my perception of before living in Los Angeles. So that's my hack for you in this episode is just when you first move here, don't overcommit to one area. Make sure you go out and explore Los Angeles and really get the feel of what neighborhood is the best fit for you. All right, that's all I got for you. As always, I'd like you to please subscribe to the podcast. It helps me out a lot. And uh, if you want to get our 10 best hacks, you can go to lifehacksla.com forward slash 10 hacks. All right, guys, we'll talk to you next week.